This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Jessica asks, if you owned a CrossFit gym, how would you attack the marketplace? Jessica, I would attack it in a lot of ways. I think CrossFit is amazingly um, ripe for content. Um, people hustling, people wearing skimpy clothes, people in shape, people competing. Just a ton of Instagram, a ton of Pinterest, a ton of Facebook, a ton of YouTube. Just content, content, content. But I would have a very strategic approach locally. If you actually run a gym, I would care immensely around the 15 mile radius. And so I would also test direct mail. I would test JVing with the other. One of my favorite moves for a local business is I can't believe so many local businesses don't do this. Why not go to every other local business and say, hey India, I'm gonna use India a lot in this episode. Hey India, you have a beautiful flower shop here. But you don't have a lot of customers, neither do I at my CrossFit gym. We need to help each other, right? Like we need more. You need more people for this. What can we do, right? Maybe I can put your flowers in my gym and I'll put a sign there. And can you do something for me? And that talk, that biz dev with local, you know, hey Stefan, right? Like I'm just getting into it now. I'm really now into it. Let's get this light out of the way. Hey Stefan, I really like your sneaker store. By the way, I'm gonna buy these sneakers. Some Nikes. Um, you know, but while, you know, by the way, you know, there's not that many people that come here Monday through Friday, so wouldn't you, make, maybe you can put a sneaker display in my gym and maybe I can have something here. You cool for that? I'm cool with He's that. cool with that. So, my friends, localized biz dev. Every small business needs more people. It's the hustle, it's the grind. You're competing against the thing called the internet and it's gonna win. But it's gonna take 20, 30, 40 years. But every day, it chips away at your pocket. Every day, the internet comes and it takes another bill. Out of, and every day, the internet comes and it just grabs. It just grabs. It just takes your money. And so you need to fight with your other teammates that have the same problem you have. So. Sure, all the stuff that I've talked about in 102 episodes, watch them all. There's plenty of stuff in there to do. But good old fashioned knocking on doors and biz debbing with India the flower shop and Stefan the sneaker shop is very, very important. And I'm blown away every time I go into a local business that they have all this square footage that they're not using efficiently because they don't have the money for inventory for unlimited sneakers. So they just got room. They've got room. And in that room, maybe I can put a bench with a weight. And everyone's like, what the hell is that? But there's a sign there it says Gary's CrossFit you know grab this coupon one month free biz dev locally I'm obsessed with it but it takes the guts to go knock on the door and a lot of people just don't have those guts I think it's easy for you fitness entrepreneur to do the push-ups to do the squats to do the deadlifts because that's how you got here you started fitness now you want to make some money by having those guns or that ass right and so I think you default into what's easy without recognizing what's hard it was hard for me over these last 16 months to get into better shape it was easy for me to build 50 million dollar businesses just the truth I know how hard the last 16 months of waking up every day not eating everything I want and by doing the work was for me. That's the same thing that's going on in the fitness entrepreneur, fitness entrepreneur space is, of course, 
suppose you're spending more time to workout sessions because you want to pass on replying to everybody. You want to pass off, you know, the marketing. You want to pass off doing every podcast. You want to pass off the creative on Instagram that will get you business versus the vanity of getting a bunch of likes because you look good. So you want to pass off all that other stuff. The same way that I wanted to pass off getting up, running, working out, lifting, squatting, stretching. I didn't yeah, want to I've do it. I've got a client of mine who I've been running kind of a social media for his business. He owns a few gyms here in the Nashville area. Uh, he's a bodybuilder. He's one of Mr. Tennessee, I believe, once or twice. And now he's come to me and is asking, you know, Brian, how do I take my accomplishments and my personal brand and take it to the next level so I can you know, monetize that? How do I grow that? Do I, you know, build my social larger, you know, start you know, looking for sponsors, selling supplements, so on and so forth. What does he want to, what does he want to push that towards? Is the accomplishment just financial? Which is super fine. Financial. I don't want, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, he's, yeah, I mean, I think, I think he's got to pick the things that he wants to, the answer is you need to bring value to people so they follow you and then you decide what you want to move your audience to and you need to believe in what you sell, right? Like, just getting, you know, I remember I was visceral against supplements over the last decade because the first 80 people I met, I knew didn't give a fuck about what was in the supplements. They were just slapping some label on some shit they bought in China and so I was like, and I remember thinking, shit, this is scary. These were like friends or acquaintances. I was like, bro, what if like in four years it's found out that you don't even know what you're buying? What if people die from cancer? Like how could you live like this? So I like just was like completely like, you know, now I've become a little more educated, started getting my fitness better. I started meeting people that are actually from the fitness game and care about it and like do the homework. I mean Jordan is so unbelievably knowledgeable like and the way he talks about stuff, it's thoughtful, it's thoughtful. It's not slapping a private label on the cheapest pills in bulk that you can buy on Alibaba and trying to flip them on your Twitter account. So I think the answer is very simple, my man. He needs to bring value to people and you can only do so much because he has to bring value. It's not that you can manipulate that. And then he needs to decide what he wants to push that audience to and he needs to feel good about it. So if he feels good that his gym's worth $2.99 a month, like the reason it's so easy for me to sell books is I just think it's really worth 14 fucking dollars. Like, you know, like, you gotta feel good about what you sell. So I would tell you, you need to get serious with him and not have a surface level conversation with him. You need to stress test the relationship and put him in a position that he has to understand that he has to first bring value to people on social and then he needs to push them towards something he really believes in. And that takes time, not, hey Brian, get my social up so we can make some money. Yeah. Tried and true advice, man. Provide people value up front then sell them something you believe in. Super simple. Cool. Yep. Uh, by the way, to answer your question, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Snapchat, and Twitter on the next tier below that. But the three things above that, priority. Can't, can't, can't win in 2017 without a substantial Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube strategy. Can't win. Got it. And that's on video. And so then if you want to talk about written, medium, LinkedIn, your own blog, and then if you want to talk about audio, uh, your po- your own podcast, other people's podcasts, uh, Spotify, believe it or not, SoundCloud, believe it or not, mm. content on music platforms, I think is a arbitrage. Got it? 
Cool. Cool. Awesome, man. Thanks. Guys, I appreciate it. And, uh, you got yeah, it. Yeah. The reason I talk about not having the perfect selfie, uh, the perfect lighting in a world where that's what you're selling is to show vulnerability and authenticity. I think if you're going to have 80 pictures of you looking phenomenal, if I looked as good as all of you and I had all those phenomenal photos, I'd be waiting for the day that I had a huge goddamn zit on my forehead and took a picture of that because showing that real. Look at how much real is in your feed versus how much fake. A lot more fake, a lot more perfect lighting, a lot more oiled up. Where's the real? Show me the real, show me the real. That's what's gonna resonate and so I think you need some balance. Everything one way isn't enough. Create a little cadence to having some offsetting characteristics that make you way more approachable than the alternative. The online fitness space especially seems super noisy and like everyone is saying the same thing. For new bloggers or for new online trainers, what's the number one piece of advice you would give them to set themselves apart in the marketplace? You can't just have a super fit body, you can't have the top certification anymore, and even being consistent with the content doesn't seem like enough. So is there an X factor? And I would like to know what you think that is. Mike, you sell, at, what is it now, 400 a month? Online coaching, yes. 350. 350 yeah. a month. Mm -hmm. Your business took a real interesting turn in January when you went hard on Snapchat. Yes. Mm -hmm. What has happened there? What, to answer that question, what, you know, because I think that's my answer to, mm -hmm. to Jill, which is you've got to find white space. Yes, it is harder to bust out in fitness on Instagram in April and May 2016 than it was in January 2013 because it's called supply and demand. Like it's just supply and demand. So you moved fast in environment on, uh, on, on Snapchat. So being there mm -hmm. first, being there yeah. first. Yeah, being there first is real, guys. Yeah, I agree. I also, I disagree. Like, I don't think people are pumping out content. I think that is the, the biggest weakness. I think people are lazy. I think that, like, Remember how lazy myself, you I'm, realized I'm you were? lazy. I haven't posted on Instagram in two weeks and it's pathetic. You're but lazy. I don't believe that to be true. <laughs> what do you mean? That it's pathetic? No, that you didn't, you've not posted something on Instagram in two weeks? Well, I posted yesterday, but like once in two weeks. Yeah, I know, you're pissed. He's gonna fire no, me. I'm not pissed, I'm just <laughs> highly disappointed in you. Yeah. That's so much worse. I'm gonna eat so much shit today. I'm gonna, go, I'm gonna gain seven pounds on the scale today. Um, I, I agree going where people I want him to feel the disappointment that I feel right now. Don't ever, ever, as awesome as it's going, don't ever, ever waver from being strategically humble. I would speak free. If that's something you want to do right. at the right event yeah, yeah, yeah. with the right people. Yeah, I know. I know that because, like, obviously, when I started, I did a ton of stuff for free to get where I am. So I, I know of course, you know it. And by the way, it's always the same game, even as you get, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course. This is a new space. You gotta like get in there, so then people. I think the biggest thing is you guys have to figure out, and you should spend all your time on strategically, is how not to get pigeonholed as pretty girl with a lot of followers, because that is a real challenge. To the people. No, I really don't think that I have that problem at all. Yeah, no, you do. Really? No, no, I'll yeah. tell you why. Because you're a pretty girl with a lot of followers. Yeah. Like it's right. like you're right about your core. I'm worried about this town. Hey Gary, my name is Jen Glisson and I'm a private trainer out of Los Angeles. And my question to you is about branding. I currently have a personal training business that's thriving. I have a 12-week digital workout guide that's selling online. And my third mode of income is gonna be a studio where I'm running my signature classes all day, every day. So as far as branding goes, how do I build my brand to be stronger, bigger, and get more people through the door without paying a PR company thousands of dollars a month? 
So, you know, I think this is, it's funny because we cut off Mike because I wanted to razz him, but it's gonna be the second theme. Mike's not wrong, he's actually very right. He just doesn't have the ability to talk about it because he has only posted one thing on Instagram in two weeks, so he's a hypocrite. The answer is content. The answer is content, content, content. How do you do it? A, you know, and you've gotta, listen, you've gotta, the studio thing I think is a very good idea. I like the virtual and real mm-hmm. aspects, just like, but, you know, like you, we were talking before mm-hmm. we started, like this is harder, yes. the physical, than, yes. than the digital. Uh, a retail store, like I grew up in, in the agency, that's even harder, yeah. like, you know, kudos on you. And it's funny, when I was watching that video, I feel very confident that you're gonna execute on that. What about the content around that? I think the gym or studio that creates the office, mm-hmm. so think about Daily V. What I think you should do is invest money to a full-time Stefan, an editor, and put out a 20-minute show about your studio on YouTube every day. Like literally people will wanna go, people travel the world to beg to come here to take a selfie in this room when I'm not here. Just think about that. So think about if you have a studio where there's a sitcom around the janitor, the front desk gals and guy, you, uh, the, you know, you'll have to blur out faces because a lot of people may not want that, but some will, so you got the regular Rick who's trying, you know, like, yeah. it's cheers. It's, it's literally a show. I think that would be the number one way to brand. You don't sell from that, that's brand. I don't sell from Daily V. I macro sell, I don't micro sell. Daily V, 34, 33, was it with the God, 33. 33. I put on Facebook and it's long form, great. 50,000 views, 70,000 views, you know, 100,000 reach. A minute, 20 second clip from an interview with Shah the God, posted on Facebook, 15 million organic reach, four million views. Yeah. The, you know, and so, and then quote cards and the quotes. Infographic for Pinterest. 100%. 100%, and on and on and on. The Instagram, I mean, excuse me, I don't have a laptop around me a lot now. It's the number one move I'm mad that I'm not doing. Snapchatting my laptop, playing the YouTube video that I want everybody to yeah. see. Like, it's it's the microing, the you're, macro. You're not hustling enough. You're right. I get 8,000 emails a year, 15,000 emails a year saying, Gary, I've been doing it for nine months and I don't see anything. I now have empathy for that because I'm doing the same thing and working out. I can see little results, but like, if you told me I was gonna work out every day for 16 months and this is what I would get, I feel good about it, but it's not exactly what I want and that's what you're going through in your business. Like, you've gotta put in the work day in and day out. I work 12, 15, 17, 18 hours a day, every single day. Right now I'm filming this, my company's got a party going on. Like, do you know what's going on up there? Actually, you know what? Come with me. Actually, this is perfect, D-Rock. The point is that I'm putting in the work while everybody else out there is enjoying themselves. That's it. And so you gotta put in the work. You want muscles? You gotta actually do the, 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 the weight. You gotta actually put in the work. You want a business? There is no shortcut. So the progress you made and you made over the last five, 10, 12 years in your fitness is exactly the same thing that's gonna happen in business. There is no overnight success. There is no one year you've done it well and now you have the biggest business. It's day in and day out. I've been an entrepreneur since I was eight. I'm 40 now. That's 32 years of practice. Now you've decided to really do it. It doesn't happen overnight. You gotta put in the work. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. The podcast has been exploding. So many of you are new. It means the world to me. Thank you so much. And please, 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 you know, if I bring you any value, 
it would just mean the world to me if you passed it on. Like screen shooting your screen right now and posting it on Instagram stories or on a tweet or on LinkedIn. I'm just so desperate for the explosion of the podcast because I bring it brings so much value and and if you can do anything, so many of you, like literally 10,000 DMs and emails a week, what can I do for you? I'm not looking for anything. You don't need to buy the sneakers. You don't need to buy the, the, the books. You don't need to do anything. But passing on my content just means the world to me. So please do if you think it's worth it.